And what is up, people out there? Let's see. People are coming in right now. We'll be able to talk to you guys in a second. We have a fun-filled show today. If you're not downtown uh, taking over the Capitol, you might be with us. I wore my Boogaloo hat from uh, HawaiianHouse.org if you wanted to get a Boogaloo hat. If you really can't see it, uh, I'll put it right here in front of me. Uh, you know what? I will go ahead and remove the... Uh, Rifle Dynamics hat. I'll just set this out here right now because it is uh, it is time for the boog, I guess. Uh, at least that's what it looks like. Uh, if you look at everyone going downtown, we are brought to you by a couple of sponsors. First one is Tusk. Tusk is the universal sediment coin. What's really cool about Tusk is that it is um, a gun-based cryptocurrency, kind of like Bitcoin, but for guns. And the transactions is what I really like about it. One, they're cheaper than Bitcoin or any other type of crypto out there. Also, they're faster, where Bitcoin can take up to two, three, four minutes, up to a couple hours to process. Tusk only takes a maximum of three seconds. They, they uh, fix that problem. In Bitcoin, there's a problem with uh, the byte. Uh, basically, the blocks only run every 10 minutes, and there are limited to a megabyte inside and that's where you get the side chains and everything else but i'm gonna get too technical on you just know the tusk is going to be the future and it's probably going to be what we're going to all going to be pushed to i also want to put out there a big thank you to our newest sponsor heavenly natural products they make this stuff called c60 right um you know what and i hope you're working to protect your health and immune system same way you are working to protect your 2a rights which we really need to protect them one way to abuse you uh, to up uh, to boost your immune system is heavenly c60 products c60 oils are 172 times more effective over uh oxidative radicals than vitamin c this is actually me with avocados uh, it's 99.99 percent avocados uh non-gmo verified uh, zero trans fats, no cholesterol, vegan, paleo friendly, and uh, it's it gives you abuse to your energy, mental clarity, and performance. And I really need this sometimes in the writing. Uh, people who who try heavenly heavenly C60 feel a distinct and an immediate increase in energy and endurance. And trust me, I actually do. I don't shell any products that I don't actually use and I actually do use this. I think most of the essential oil stuff is is hoo-hoo, but this is actually packed full of vitamins. Um, the amazing product helps you protect your immune system during the flu season when we're most available. There was a girl from named Lucy from Cheyenne, uh, Wyoming, that wrote, I actually got sick in late November, and I think the main reason I recovered so quickly is because of taking Heavenly C60 every day for the past three months. Since then... My three older brothers and younger sister have started taking C60. I'm a personal trainer. I've tried many things, but I've never felt the immediate results like I do with C60. Thank you for your wonderful products. In the, in the past year, over 10,000 new customers have tried uh, Heavenly Natural products and became customers. And this amazing number is considering that 2020 was kind of crazy, right? This means people saw the value in their products. You should check them out too. If you go to heavenlyc60.com, heavenlyc60.com, and use code CRUMPY, you will get 20% off your first order. Go ahead and take care of your health like you do 
your second amendment. It contains vitamins, Thomas. Trust me. All right. So, ah, uh, let's go ahead and jump into what is going on here. Uh, and it's not endorsed by Alex Jones. That's that colloidal silver stuff. This is actually uh, vitamin oil. It's actually made with like avocados and stuff like that. Um. Yeah, so it's actually extract from a different plant and stuff like that. But let's jump into it. Uh, today, I am joined by a good plan, a uh, good friend. Uh, his name is Mike from the Free State Podcast. And let's go ahead and bring him on. Mike, how are you doing, my friend? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, just, just live in life. The Maryland General Assembly is winding up. They're going to get kicked off here on the 13th of January. So that's a week from today. Uh, and so, of course, a bunch of bills are being pre-filed and people are freaking out about uh, everything that's going on. So uh, a few good things to talk about today. Yeah, well, let's get into the big elephant in the room. There's a couple different elephants. Uh, down at the Capitol, it looks like a bunch of people have kind of stormed the Capitol. They cut the feeds and everything else. Um, what do you think about what's going on under the Capitol with everyone like storming the Capitol? Uh, I, I, honestly, I'm surprised it happened. Uh, you know, for as much talk as there's been about, um, uh, you know, the right being more uh, peaceful protesters, the left being more violent, uh, as, as we saw earlier in the year, uh, with the black lives matter protests and stuff like that. Um, you know, you have folks that seem that like, they didn't have a real plan, uh, you know, uh, just run up to a door, try to break a door down, get tear gas, make it inside, do a lot of dumb stuff, like take selfies and, Pelosi's office and stuff like that, because uh, you you really want your face forever associated with uh, you know breaking and entering into federal buildings. That's a good one. Yeah, I had a kind of have a feeling it was going to kind of go south, and so I was like, yeah, I'm going to avoid it because I don't want to be a part a part of all that uh, mess. I think a lot of people are fed up. Um, it's not excusing anything that's happening, but I do think a lot of people are fed up and uh, they are acting out. Um, yeah, we'll I mean, it, it's one of those things where people are only going to take so much. I think that we found there's now a line in the sand that some people were willing to storm the Capitol building in the United States. Now, I haven't confirmed this. Uh, I saw that, uh, you know, just on Twitter or something that the last time there was any sort of uh, incursion like this into the into the Capitol, bu Capitol building was when the British burned it down. Yeah, War of 1812. Yeah, yeah, War of Yeah, Thomas out there is saying that uh, radical the left or the left and right have both been violent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and. Uh, uh, gorilla and gun says there's no violence except by Capitol police so far what he knows of because there was a woman that got shot. Um, they shot through a door. It looked like, which was kind of a no, no. But uh, one of the things I noticed by just looking at 
the Capitol Police and the Secret Service. I don't know if the Capitol Police or Secret Service. Uh, they were they weren't wearing Capitol Police uniforms, but you know they were like looked more like Secret Service. But they a, a lot of them had their fingers on the trigger, and I think one of their fingers might have flipped and shot through a door and hit some lady. Yeah, you know the the video went around on Twitter a bunch. I know it's been taken down from just about everywhere that I saw it originally. Uh, but I saw the video from the protester side that were out the door and, uh, there was a woman who was at the glass door. You could hear people yelling, get back and stay away. And then, you know, a gunshot went off. Uh, if, you know, she was breaking through the glass, they're charged with protecting politicians who could have still been inside. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a gray area. It's not something you want to see. You don't want people dying. You don't want people storming the Capitol. I mean, I guess some folks might. But, uh, you know, I think everyone needs to take a deep breath, take a step back, and stop escalating the situation with violence. Yeah, um, that is definitely one way to look at it. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's definitely interesting what what's going on at the Capitol. Um, I've been working with my camera angle, so my camera angle is a little bit off. I'm probably going to shoot from up, down, instead of down, up. I just wanted to try something different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, it's definitely, definitely interesting, and I hope uh, everything gets calmed down and uh, we go on with the great country that we have. Um, Georgia elections didn't change how good the country is, obviously. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, interesting to see what's going to come out of it. I know they're going to try to demonize the people on the right. I just wanted to touch on that because if we didn't touch on that, I think oh, it, 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 you know, it's, it's the biggest thing happening in the nation right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's not too much to say about that. Uh, We'll we'll get back to a little bit of uh, uh, Georgia later on, um, where two very anti-gun people uh, won um, the election. Whether there's shenanigans or whatever uh, shenanigans going on, who knows? But it, it is what we it, it is, and this is what we're going to have to deal with. All right, Mike. Um, let me ask you something here. Uh, in Maryland, what's going on? So it is going to be another busy year. We got kind of lucky last year. Uh, so one of the better things that came out of the pandemic was uh, the Maryland General Assembly adjourning early. Uh, you know, normally we'll run until uh, March, April. They adjourned uh, very early in March because of the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, they wanted to socially distance, stay home. No one really knew what was going on at that time. Uh, so for as bad as it was, it stopped a lot of uh, bad legislation in its tracks. The problem is some of that legislation is coming back up. And because of some other uh, issues that happened over 2020 uh, with the election, there's new legislation that's not super great. Now, the legislation that I'm looking at today. So for those of you who don't know, I set up a spreadsheet. I track it all every year. I post about it on my Instagram. I'll do a few episodes about it and just try to keep people informed about what's going on when they should be, uh, you know, 
testifying at the Maryland General Assembly and, you know, writing to their representatives. So uh, the bills that I have today that I'm going to be talking about were pre-filed before the start of the General Assembly. So there are eight of them that have been pre-filed that are regarding uh, firearms legislation, good, bad, ugly, just eight of them so far. We expect to see a bunch more. So uh, the first one that's new this year that hasn't been you know, talked about before is uh, Senate Bill 10. And Senate Bill 10 deals with polling sites. Now, obviously, this is because of what some people saw during the 2020 election as positive or negative, good or bad, whatever. The uh, Senate Bill 10, it's not cross-filed yet, uh, isn't a super great bill. It makes it a misdemeanor, or sorry, it, it makes it a civil penalty if you carry, possess, or display a firearm within 100 feet of a polling site. Now, the only people that are excluded from this, of course, are Leos and military while they're in their course of duty. CCW holders, the way it's written right now, would be not exempt. So if you CCW, you would be uh, eligible to receive a civil penalty, which of course is just a fine if you exercise your constitutional right to carry while at a polling site in Maryland. Interesting. Uh, so what's the chance of that passing? Uh, it, it's uh, the Maryland General Assembly leans heavily left. Uh, it's generally pretty easy for them to get through what they want to get through. Um, coming off of the 2020 election cycle, and I mean, after events like today, I think it's going to be really easy for them to say, well, we don't want any of those crazy gun nuts carrying guns at the election sites and intimidating people. So I think it has a pretty good chance. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's the new one for this year. The rest are some, uh, some repeats. One, uh, there's one other new one, uh, new one this year, house bill 175. And this one really sucks for us. So house bill 175 is a bad, bad bill currently in Maryland. Uh, you do not need any sort of, uh, background check or anything to buy ammunition, as you shouldn't. Uh, House Bill 175 would require you to have a background check done through uh, NICS to purchase ammunition unless you're an FFL and you're purchasing it theoretically for resale, or if you already hold a Maryland handgun qualification license, which means you, you know, have been given a permit that allows you to own a handgun in the state of Maryland. Yeah, so basically you have to ask permission to buy ammunition, which I think is stupid. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those bills that, you know, they sort of throw you a bone where they say, well, if you already have an HQL, it's okay. You don't need to have another background check done. But uh, not everyone with an HQL is. So, uh, yeah, yeah. In Maryland, HQL is the handgun qualification license. And the handgun qualification license is a little piece. Uh, well, it used to be a piece of plastic. Then it was a piece of paper. And now Maryland State Police uh, revised that and said, well, it's just going to be an electronic database that um, an HQL is a handgun qualification license and says that you're allowed to purchase or accept the possession of transfer of a handgun in the state of Maryland. So, uh, to get a handgun qualification license, you have to have a background check done. You have to take uh, firearm training classes, and you have to um, 
pay a bunch of money, get your fingerprinting done through live scan and submit it to the state police. So they have all that on file. Uh, so that's the HQL. And that passed back in, I want to say it was uh, the Firearm Safety Act in 2013. That was SB 281 back in 2012. Um, and so, yeah, throw you a bone by saying, well, if you have an HQL, you don't have to have this background check done. But uh, for guys that are doing polymer 80s or doing uh, home-built, um, you know, guns, you're not going to be able to buy ammunition if this gets passed. Yeah, that really sucks. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why they're doing it, too. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, what it comes down to is it's uh, it's politicians wanting to make it as much of a hassle as possible to own a gun or shoot a gun. Uh, if they make it expensive and inefficient and a hassle to do, less people are going to do it. And, you know, they can't ban guns outright, but they can make it really difficult for me to get one. And, uh, and you know, if you already own firearms, maybe you're not deterred as much by that uh, hurdle that you have to cross. But if you are a first-time gun owner, you know, maybe you go, oh, wow, I'm going to have to spend $200 all in. I'm going to pay $50 for my fingerprints, $50 for the application fee, probably $100 for my class. And I haven't even bought the gun yet. You know, that's just to be allowed to purchase the gun in the state. You know, it, it, it's putting up hurdles and, and making it very expensive to become a first-time gun owner. Yeah, and it's hurting the people who... Uh don't um uh, who don't um actually uh have the money to do it so like you and i uh we would still do it uh but like people who can't afford can't afford the all the hurdles they have to jump through it's actually negative negatively affecting them um and they claim to be for uh the people who uh um who are in poverty but yet they are taking away the right that they're taking it right away from the people who need it the most. Uh, 100%. You know, it's, uh, I, I like to liken it to poll taxes. Um, you know, back in the day, you had poll taxes where you had to pay a tax to vote. And what was the reason for that? Well, they didn't want you, they didn't want a certain group of people, the poor, predominantly minority population, voting. So they make it uh, financially difficult to exercise your right all of a sudden you're not exercising that right anymore. Yeah. Um, they, they, they definitely are. Uh, it's not, it's not good. Um, have you ever heard of the Kelly key, by the way? Since you're uh, in Maryland? I don't think I have. What's that? Uh, it is this. It's a little, if you have an AR-15, you can have a fully featured AR-15 in like California. All you have to do is put in this special bolt carrier um, right here. And, uh, this, which is the Cali key, right? I guess the bolt carrier is not too special. It's just a regular bolt carrier. But it's just like a little locking mechanism in this. And you drop that in your AR. And um, what happens is um, it turns your AR into a bolt action rifle. Oh, off of the charging handle. Yes. Uh -huh. so, therefore, you can hunt with it and it no longer falls under the Maryland definition of uh, an assault weapon. Then all you have to do 
to convert it back, you just throw your regular charging handle and bolt carrier group. And if you ever need that, or you go to a free state like Arizona, if you're in California, or you come to Virginia and you bring your AR, you want to go shoot it uh, the way it's intended. All you do is remove the bolt carrier and the special bolt carrier in this charging handle um, and throw in a regular bolt carrier and a regular charging handle, and then you're good to go. Well, that's super innovative. What? Uh, how long? How long has that been around? Have you have you used it personally? Have I have not used it yet. I just got it because I just want to check it out. Uh, I don't really have a need for it. Uh, do you have an AR? Uh, I lost all my guns in a boating accident. So, no. <laughs> well, if uh, if you ever, because uh, like this right here is not gonna do me any good in Virginia since I really don't need it, but and you're in Maryland, so. Yeah, yeah, definitely you know, not super free. Yeah. Definitely uh, not super free. Let's talk, talk to me after. And they also have For some sure. really cool patches like uh, this one with Uncle Sam burning the communist flag and uh, oh, that's a good one. And the uh, Savage Citizen. Like it's hey. a with an AR and stuff. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm down to give it a try. You know, the uh, you know Maryland has assault weapons bans that were the list was basically based off of Bill Clinton's 1994 federal ban of assault weapons in the United States. They basically copy pasted, added a few extras that they thought looked scary, and that's uh, that's where they're at now. So for uh, for guys in Maryland that don't want to deal with the hassle of H bar regulations and making sure they're legal that's a uh, that's an excellent opportunity an excellent yeah. option i also want to apologize we did a christmas giveaway i haven't got the stuff out i'm getting the stuff out i had to make a quick trip to new york uh unexpected but um yeah so everyone should uh be getting their stuff soon i want to thank joe drag out there we have opened up a new thing on youtube called join um and uh join is kind of like a patreon that's built into youtube there's a little join button you can join and you get like free uh like special icons like when he comes in here it, it it shows him as green and he has a little symbol by his name to show that he uh -huh. is a member of the channel so if anybody wants to join you can do that or you can always hit me up on my patreon all funding goes to my niece so uh do you think this would be something that people in maryland would be interested in yeah, I mean, the the problem with innovation like that is uh, much like the ATF at the federal level, the Maryland State Police sort of has this tendency to come up with what appear to be their own arbitrary rulings, and they'll issue an opinion letter to somebody and say, you know, you know, if you have X on your rifle, it is Y, and uh, the problem with that is if the Maryland State Police accepts that as truly making an AR-15 bolt action and taking away the semi-automatic function, then yeah, it sounds great because it lets people in Maryland have essentially a fully functioning AR-15 um, and still be able to take it, you know, to another state that's a little more free. You know, here in Maryland, you know, you might end up over in Delaware, you might end up in Pennsylvania, Virginia, any one of those uh, you know, West Virginia, and you can swap out your charging handle, which you probably already have, and you're good to go. Yeah, in California it works. I know it's illegal in California. Well, that's good. 
So yeah, so I don't see why it wouldn't be. If it's legal in California, I don't see why. Well, Maryland is. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I think Maryland and New Jersey have worse laws than California, but then I look at California laws. I'm like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> it it goes back and forth, you know. Uh, California's got the got the thumbhole stock rules and pistol grip rules and stuff like that. Maryland is now trying to ban. Or last year, I'm expecting to see it pop back up. They had a ghost gun uh, uh, bill get submitted, and uh, you know that was going to ban 80% lowers, 3D printed. It was going to ban owning or possessing the files to, you know, 3D print guns. The code, which I mean, codes free speech. That's been uh, it's been ruled on. Yeah, that's been ruled on. So there's no like I, I see stuff like that. I don't see it passing, but it's a hot button issue when when you get up and talk about ghost guns, uh, you know. And, and so, other than that, uh, as far as legislation goes in Maryland this year, uh, la one last bad one. There's a firearm storage law that um, if you have a minor in your household or someone who's not supposed to have guns and they gain access to one of your firearms and it results in the injury of that person or someone else, uh, it would be a misdemeanor. Uh, the firearm owner would be charged. Uh, and I think it's 90 days in jail and like a $5,000 fine at this point. Um, if that gets passed for owning a gun that someone gained access to. Wow. That, that's crazy. Um, how about if you own a car and some, and your kid takes it off for a joyride and. Uh, well, well, cars, cars aren't nearly as scary, John. Yeah. Don't you know, it's about how scary something is. Oh yeah, oh yeah, um, yeah. The, the eighty percent bill is stupid. I see Jordan Vinro out there. Uh, I think he's going to be um, on the Hank Strange show later on tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Jordan Vinro uh, it runs a company called uh, uh, JSD Supply, which is the largest supp supplier of eighty percent. Uh, lower than 80% frames in the world. Ah, learn something new every day. And if you use code carpet, you get a discount. <laughs> <laughs> Always get the plugs, right? Yeah. You can also check out NordVPN if you want to buy it on a VPN system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should definitely check them out. It's on the lifestyles of the locked and loaded. Uh, it's a good show. Hank is a good, is a good friend of the show. And yeah. So Virginia, we only have one law that would ban firearms in Commonwealth-owned buildings. Uh, right now, there's not too much else going on with that uh, besides that uh, the whole COVID thing and shortened sessions, stuff like that, has it. Uh, the assault weapons ban that was supposed to be brought back up, it failed to be reintroduced. And there's no plans to reintroduce it at this point. I mean, that can always change. Someone can just change their mind at the last second and decide to introduce it. But as of right now, it is not going to be reintroduced. Well, that's good. I always sort of wonder, uh, you know, when you hear someone doesn't have plans to reintroduce it, uh, you know, this was an election year. It was, uh, I don't know how rocky it was in Virginia. I didn't fall, follow your local politics too much. But, uh, you know, now that, theoretically there's been a decisive biden win now you have you know major democratic gains at the federal level do you see democratic uh you know state representatives being more bold and what they're willing to put forward for 2021 
Uh, I don't think so in Virginia. Uh, the uprising of gun owners in Virginia, I think, put the fear of God into a lot of them. Um, what I mean by that is... What the hell is that? Oh, plastic. What I mean by that is a lot of them saw the, you know, the gun owners rise up, and then they, they're kind of nervous. So I don't see too many gun bills being introduced, but you never know. I'm jealous, man. I'm jealous. It's like I feel like every year I just expect more and more negative uh, legislation to come down the pipeline here in Maryland. Well, I was expecting it too, and we did get a little bit, like one bill, but not too much. I've been tracking bills, just waiting for it to be the assault weapons ban to be reintroduced, and they're like, "Yeah, it didn't work, and we're not going to introduce one." <laughs> well, there you go. When do you know uh, off the top of your head? When does the Virginia General Assembly? convene for 2021 uh, within the next week uh there is a lobby day um on the 22nd i believe it is it's going to be a drive-through lobby day that's a uh, vcdl right that they're the ones that hosted it last yeah. year that had the huge turnout yeah uh but one of the interesting things is all these anti-gun groups booked all the places so we can't get them uh, but they had to submit because of COVID regulations. They had to submit everyone that that will be attending their rally. So uh, that is not protected information. So I will be able to find out the leadership of all the anti-gun groups by just a simple uh, open records request. There you go. Well, that's one of those things where, I mean, you're going to see mom's demand. You're going to see uh Brady campaign, yeah. you know, the same old, same old. Well, you heard what happened, right? Um, What's that? They told VCDL they, they couldn't reserve uh, any location until six months before. So Philip Van Cleve was in line, and he gets up there, and like everything's booked. What they did is they made an exception for all these anti-gun groups, and they booked everywhere in the city for Lobby Day. What a joke, man. Uh, see, it, and, and it's that kind of you know local you know, government corruption and you hear stories like that and it pisses you off. It, it makes you upset because you realize the deferential treatment. Uh, some groups are getting over others and the agenda is very clear. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, it definitely is. But next year is an election year. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe we can like roll back some stuff. Uh, Kurt Santini is running for governor. Merrill Rutledge is running for go the governor. Kurt Cox is running for governor. Uh, uh, and, um, oh my God, <laughs> uh, Amanda Chase, sorry, Amanda Chase is going to be on the show, I think next week or the week after, I can't remember, but she's going to be on the show <laughs> one of these weeks and Kurt Cox, we're still working with to try to get him on the show, but, uh, Amanda Chase will be, then that, that would be the third of the four gov Republicans and the last Republican running for governor will be on. Hopefully I can get him on, but okay. I would have three out of the four on, I'm, I'm sure it can get him on. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah. Um, election years. Then uh, I'm gonna have someone who is running uh, out of uh, out of Charlottesville coming on. I think next week as well. That they're already starting the campaign, so I'm already starting to get hit, hit up by politicians to come on. So I'm gonna start bringing them on. So we're gonna see a bunch of politicians. I'm trying to try, try to spread them out. I want to like overload. Uh, I know like before the election. Um, I had every Senate, Senate candidate on. I had every congressional candidate <laughs> on. 
it was crazy. It was like two months of just pure politics. So I'm trying to take a little break from it, but I will have candidates for Virginia governor on and other, other candidates for governor from other states as well. So will uh, Northam be able to run again or is he, no. is he term limited? No, it's a one and done. Okay. One term, then you're done, but you can run again. Interesting. So in Maryland, we have currently uh, Governor Hogan, who is a Republican in name only. He's he's a full-blown rhino. But Governor Hogan, he's in his second term. He's term limited and can't be reelected for a third consecutive term. So it's sort of uh, no holds barred in Maryland for the 2022 election. Interesting. Uh, Justin Fairfax is running... Um, yeah, Justin Fairfax is is running for governor and uh, on the on the Democratic side, and I can't remember who else. Uh, I don't know, but uh, we have a fight against our in our hands, right? And oh, oh yeah. I mean, you know, in Virginia, I feel like, uh, you know, if you put up a good fight, there's a good chance that. Uh, you know, you can at least make it close, maybe pull out a win or at least, you know, use, uh, you know, your right wing influence to sort of moderate the Democratic candidates that make it uh, all the way to the top of the ticket. Uh, in Maryland, it feels like it's mostly just a race to the left. You have uh, Larry Hogan, who is uh, super, super uh, centrist and uh, and he's the face of the Republican Party in in Maryland. At the end of the day, Maryland sort of doesn't have any hope, especially following uh, the 2020 national election. You saw a lot of, um, you know, Democratic pushback within the state. And I think it's only going to get worse from here. I hate to be all gloom and doom about it. But, um, you know, you got to if you're if you're in Maryland and you're and you're right leaning, you got to vote right. You got to vote for your rights. And if you aren't doing that, they're just going to continue to be whittled away. Yeah, they, they definitely are going to be continue to be riddled, whittled away. I do have uh, inside information that I've been holding close to uh, the chest here. But before I get into that, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Foy um, is going to be running on the Democratic side in the primary. Uh, Lee Carter, I don't know if you know who Lee Carter is. He's a Democratic socialist out of Manassas. Uh, Justin Fairfax, Terry, Terry McAuliffe, and Jen, Jennifer McKellen, which are all uh, not so, good candidates if you like guns. Yeah, yeah. Well, th the thing is, I mean, uh, how's how are they publicly received out there? Uh, you know, I mean, I know Northam was elected, and, and you have, you know, sort of Alexandria, Manassas, the Nova area to thank for that. Yeah, but, it's going it's to be hard for a uh, Republican to win, to tell you the truth. But the information that I've been playing close to the chest is that I'm hearing that there might be a Democratic senator, national, that's the Democrat senator that is going to uh, maybe switch parties. Uh, blue to red? Yeah, I've known this for a while. I didn't say anything because I didn't want anything to come out before the Georgia elections. Interesting. Interesting. We'll, we'll uh, see what actually happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exciting. That yeah. would be a uh, that would be yeah, a sure. win. 
Yeah, it definitely will be a win, uh, but we'll see. Uh, we'll find out probably in the next uh, week or so. Uh, actually, I think it depends. Uh, if they push for rule changes, I think that you'll see them switch um, like really fast. Uh, if there's no rule changes and they don't try to pack the court, then I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see. It's going to be interesting. Um, but we do have a fight on our hands. We've got to fight for our lives here. Yeah, it's a it's a bummer. It's uh it, it's difficult to not sort of be all depressed about it or or get super pessimistic when when you look at the state of the nation, where you look at where things are headed nationally, where you look at things uh, at the bigger picture. I think what's important is to focus on your local community. That's where you're going to make your biggest uh, inroads if you're trying to make any change. Uh, you, you know, if you're if you're really interested in making a difference, you need to, you know, be active within your town, be active within your county and start to spread your message and, and maybe gain a little bit of uh, momentum locally that you can sort of push up to the state level and, and hope you can make a difference there. Yeah, you, you, you really do. Um, uh, it, it, it's it's. If, if you're on the bench and you're a gun owner, it's time to get off the bench. Um, it, it's just it's just time to get off the bench and get involved in politics. Uh, hopefully we can t- talk to some of these um, new gun owners and convince them that it is time. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I mean, did you see the numbers? I'm sure you have. For uh, December of 2020, how many background checks were performed? Uh, 39. Oh, I, I didn't see December. I felt the whole year is 39 million. Yeah. So December alone was 3.9 million and change. The most ever performed in a single month uh, on record. Yeah, it. Yeah, it, it is definitely on record as being like the most epic gun gun owner of the year thing. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I've I heard is at first there was problems getting raw materials for ammunition that has cleared up. They're getting raw materials for ammunition now and they're cranking it out there. A lot of them are running like 24-7 running like overnight shifts just pumping out ammunition. And the the issue is that there's eight million new gun owners. Yeah. Exactly. And they all want ammo. So, not not Although to mention. I did pick up another one. Go ahead. I was going to say not to mention the guys that are bulk buying still, you know, at, at elevated prices. If you ask me, the time to bulk buy was uh, a decade ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah, but the thing is, I bulk buy, and but I shoot a lot, so now my bulk is kind of down. Yeah, the, the the bulk is less bulky. Yeah, but I uh, but I did uh, pick up more um, Wolf um, seven six two today, like another case of it, brass too for like thirty two cents. Oh man! Around I picked up uh, people where you got that because because there will be lines out the door in no time. Well, no, it just uh, what was it ammo bot? It was one ammo seek. Yep, I just watch ammo seek and just see what comes up and that's how I buy it. When I see something good, I buy it. Uh, 
7.62 and stuff like that is still, you can still get it um, at yeah. reasonable prices. Yeah, my but, biggest uh, my biggest struggle lately was, uh, you know, I, I had a nice little shooting day down on the farm, came back, wanted to order some more ammo, and I could not find hardly any 300 blackout for under like two bucks around, it felt like. Yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah, this is like ammo seek. This is what I use. You can just like uh, search for whatever and uh, 762 yeah. by three. Yeah, ammo seek's good. Uh, Gunbot's the other good one. Uh, um, oh, they have the, some. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, ammo seek, Gunbot, any any good search engine that's, you know, doing aggregate searches and, and sort of putting everything together is, is an excellent way to stay on top of what's in stock, where and when. Yeah, these are corrosive. Uh, I only shoot like non-corrosive, but yeah, it looks like it's gone, but it was here. What is this? Yeah, so you can still get um ammunition on uh, like two two three. I mean, not two two three seven seven six two. <laughs> I was gonna say you got two two three for. 20 cents around man that's uh who's your guy let me know yeah no no i i did get i did buy a bunch of 223 recently uh from phoenix phoenix uh yeah they have they have some if you watch their twitter they'll tweet out that they're having ammo come in and then everyone goes and tries to get it (laughs) yeah now the uh you know, if if you don't mind, I want to give a quick shout out to a to a newer local range here in my area. Um, so in Glen Burnie, Maryland, for those of you that are in Maryland and sort of central Maryland looking for somewhere to shoot, there is a newer uh, firearm store slash range called Cindy's Hot Shots in Glen Burnie, and they just finished renovating their range. You can shoot everything up to three oh eight. It's indoors. It's not a super long range. It's only 50 feet. But if you just want to get out there, plink, it's winter, it's cold. You don't really want to be at an outdoor range with a bunch of fuds. Um, you know, it, it's it's great. to it's a, it's a great little range. I uh, highly recommend checking them out. You know, they're an FFL as well. They sell every basically anything you need. Um, and so Cindy's Hot Shots, uh, I just wanted to shout them out, get them a little more uh, on the uh, radar for folks that maybe don't know about them. Yeah, we have a really nice range opening up in Loudon soon. Where I live at. Yeah. Indoor. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's really nice. Um. It's gonna be a uh, range slash restaurant slash I don't know like everything, <laughs> man. Man, that sounds fancy. I want. I wonder what the annual membership is for a place that'll sell you food and let you shoot. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to find it. Ashburn opening soon. <laughs> I try to find it. All right, whatever. But it, it's going to be uh, quite amazing. Uh, it it's going to have a restaurant. They have like private. They have like. You can actually get like private uh, places, huh? Like like a private range or a private lane and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like a private lane where you don't see anyone else. Oh, that's nice. 
sign me up. I'll, I'll let me know, figure it out where it is, when it is, and I'm there because that sounds like a good time. Uh, they just started building it, so it's going to be a while. Man, got my hopes up. And then you just uh, dash it. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? I'm looking here. Da 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 da. Yeah. Uh, let me show you what it's going to look like. Yeah. Let me uh, go ahead and share this here. Stop screen share. All right. Let me bring this up over here. Check this out. Let me just zoom in a little bit. Oh, that's fancy. Oh, yeah. Let me just, uh, I don't know if you can see the pictures or. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what it's going to look like. Oh, that's cool. Every midnight range says every range is a private range if you have the money. <laughs> well, I do not have the money. If you have the money and want to do private rentals, invite me. I'm a fun yeah. guy. I'm, I'm I'm gonna try to get myself for free membership. Here you go. That is cool. And where's that yeah. gonna be? Where in Virginia is that? Uh, Ashburn. Nice. It's a hoity-toity area. That's worth a trip. Yeah, they call it a luxury shooting range. I like luxury and I like shooting. So there you go. So so John, I, I've been uh, I was meaning to ask you. Uh, you know, I know you're, uh, involved with, uh, GOA pretty heavily. Is there anything big coming in 2021 that you're able to disclose, you know, any, anything fun, exciting, you know, something you're hopeful about anything like that? Hopeful, uh, on the state level, there's some stuff like a snowmobile bill, uh, out there, uh, constitutional carry expand. Uh, there is something that's uh, uh, HR 38, which is out there, Health Resolution 38, which has 154 co-sponsors. It is a bipartisan bill, so it actually has Democrats and Republicans. They are very close to actually having it be passed, uh, and that's a concealed carry reciprocity. It's the, con uh, the Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act of 2021. We, they almost have enough to pass it through the House, with, even with Democrat control. Uh, with the Georgia thing, it's probably going to die in the Senate. But with these things, the way they go, you have to keep on bringing them up over and over and over again until you can actually get them through. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That that would be something great. Uh, you know, what's interesting is with a bill like that, I wonder how helpful it would be for guys like me in Maryland where – uh, Maryland is may issue at best and they hardly issue anything. So, you know, if they, uh, if Maryland is then forced to have reciprocity for, uh, you know, out of state non-resident permits, then theoretically that means I should be allowed to carry in Maryland at that point. Correct. You are correct about that. And here's the thing. If you, if you're from a state that has constitutional carry, your driver's license becomes your concealed carry permit. Man, easy mode. The way it should be. The way it should be. 
Yeah, so like West Virginia has constitutional carry. So if you go from West Virginia to Maryland, you you can carry. Yep. Yeah, that would be nice. Meanwhile, uh, you know, those of us here in Maryland are <laughs> that's that's another one of the bills that's uh that's being heard uh or for the 2021 General Assembly session, uh, Senate Bill 27 here in Maryland is, uh, you know, it's been put forth again, but it currently in Maryland, you have to have a uh, reason, a just cause or a justification to be issued a uh, concealed weapons carry permit within the state. Uh, I had one. Yeah. Yeah. And so let me guess, you were a firearms instructor. Yeah, I was a Maryland certified firearms instructor that taught uh, the classes for uh, for the permit and also for uh, the the HQL. Yep, exactly. So uh, it's either that or you have to have, uh, you know, like a business where you regularly transport large amounts of cash. You have to have documented and repeated threats on your life. Like, I mean, it's, it's really hard to do if you're just Joe Schmo who goes to work at his nine to five. And wants to be able to, you know, protect himself when he's out and about in Baltimore, maybe. And so uh, Senate Bill 27 makes uh, self-defense a reason, uh, an outlined reason for the issuance of a concealed weapons permit in the state of Maryland. Yep. Yeah. It, 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 that would be really good for it to pass. Um, I, I let mine expire. The only reason I got it is because someone from Maryland bet me a hundred dollars. I couldn't find a way to get it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, let me see what I can do here. There you go. Yeah. Just want to remind everyone. I do have a join button. Now you can go ahead and join the channels just like Patreon, but through YouTube, you get exclusive videos. You get some free merchandise. You get uh, like awesome little icons by your name. Your name shows up in green. Uh, you get access to all these little emotes. It's some pretty cool stuff. There's three levels from dollar ninety nine all the way up to twenty four ninety nine. So go ahead and check it out. I think it's dollar ninety nine, nine ninety nine, and twenty four ninety nine. Huh. Deals all around. Use the code Crumpy. Oh no, no, there's no code on that. You just hit the join button below. <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah. So what else is going on with you? Uh, not a whole lot. I uh, recently graduated college, so I'm an educated man now. Or yeah, I was wondering when you're going to bring that up. That's how I was kind of digging. Yeah, no. Recently, recently graduated college. I'm an educated man. If uh, if anyone wants to hire me, I am educated in political science. I uh, I'm, I'm passionate about politics, so I'm just going to throw that out there. Hire me. Let me work for you. Uh, you know, I, I do good work. Uh, and I like guns. And if you're listening to this, you probably like guns and we can we can uh, shoot on the weekends. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I need your resume. Yeah, I'll get it over to you. You don't mind floating yeah. that around. I'd appreciate it. No, no, I actually have some people that I want to get it to. Hey, there you go. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I got some people. Do you write at all? I am I am a writer. I was a professional writing minor. <laughs> all right. Well, I got some side work for you if you want it. <laughs> 
Excellent. Excellent. We'll have to get together uh, after the show and hash it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm stealth working for a company doing some editing. Oh, nice. It's not like a, like a, it's, it's a firearms blog, but it's not a fire. It, it is a firearms blog, but it's more of, uh, it's, it's a company's blog. Yeah. Uh, let me know. Also, yeah. I don't know if you're hearing it, but I am hearing myself in a major way. I am not. Okay. I assume it's me then. Yeah. Weird. I'm not hearing any echo whatsoever. Say, Levine. Are, are the people out there hearing an echo? That's what I was really concerned about. I was, I was worried that, you know, but, I mean, you're, you're cool and all, John, but the people out there. No, I'm not hearing any echo at all, man. Cool, works for me then. Um, Man, so what about so how, you? Any, what's uh, that? What's, oh, go back to the editing. Yeah, it's a it's a company. They wanted me to edit some stuff. They wanted me to reform, but I'm like, I have no time to write. Gotcha. Uh, uh, Brothers and Gunson, he was uh, there was a major echo from Mike, but it sounds good now. So I don't know what you did. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't touch my uh, my gear at all. I'm blaming you. It's it's. I'm the guest. You need to host. And, uh, you know, I expect the highest form of hospitality from you, John. Yeah. Uh, here, here's something for you. I don't know uh, if you know, but on the 22nd, there is the Gundies, which is like a, a award show. They are going to announce the top four people uh, sometime this week on social media. Really? Uh -huh. Are you expecting to be one of the top four? No, no, I'm not expecting to be one of the top four. I was nominated, and that's good enough for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, but I'm not expecting it. Also, uh, there is a uh, TV show coming up soon. What show is that? Um, it's called Guns Out. It's going to be on Sinclair Network, so you can watch it on CBS U because you're in the area. Uh, it's going to be from 1 to one thirty, and it's going to be coming out shortly. And it's going to be actually at CBS, and it's going to be the first show since, like, the 50s with live fire. And yeah. I do have some breaking news. Uh, the lady that was shot in the Capitol has now died. Oh. Oh, so terrible. So terrible. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, that is sad. Yeah, but there's a lot of going on in the gun world. There's going to be a lot going on in the year coming up. We're going to have to fight. We're going to have a lot of fights. Uh, I, I know Jordan Vinro, I see him out there. He's going to have a hell of a fight on his hands. Um, and, yeah, I don't know why Devin keeps on call. Oh, I know why. i got to change your credit card number on a podcast thing. All right. But, yeah, I, have my credit, I lost my credit card, but then I found it. But now I have a GPS tracker inside my wallet. Oh, man, you got to get the vaccine. Then you'll just have the GPS uh, tracker in your blood. I already have a microchip in my head. <laughs> I do. RFID? Uh, no, it's a, it's, I have what's called cluster headaches, and it was an experiment. 
and the company that that made it, it, it really worked. But the my charger broke for it, and the company that made it went out of business. So now I get a microchip in the head that's not charged. Well, I can't charge. Yeah, that, I was gonna say that's less useful than. Uh, have, you, have you seen the folks with the the RFID implants that they can yeah. put under their uh, under the skin in their hand and stuff? I saw one dude on YouTube was uh, had put one in, was using it to open his safe, his gun safe in his house. Um, which, if you ask me, is just asking for trouble. Yeah, it is. What happens? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's 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 interesting. Like they offered, I can get the I can get the chip out whenever I want. Um, but it took like eleven hour surgery to put it in. Damn. And it sucked. It was like the I was in the most pain I've ever been because uh, it's a wire that hooked up to your nerve that goes right to your brain. Um, and your brain doesn't feel pain, but the nerves around it sure as hell do. And I felt like my whole head was going to die. And I felt like I was going to die. It was the most pain I've ever been in my life. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, uh, it's not causing me any problems, so I'm just going to keep it in there. Well, there you go. I was going to say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, when I say I have a microchip in my head, they think I'm some conspiracy nut. But I'm like, no, no, I actually do. It's like... Well, I mean, you know, you might be a conspiracy nut, but you also have a microchip in your head. (laughs) (laughs) I have medical proof. Man, yeah, Yeah. I don't know. 2021, it's going to be interesting. going to be interesting. I mean, I've I've sort of resigned myself to what's going to happen is going to happen. I'm just along for the ride, and I'm going to make the best of what I can do. Yeah, whenever I had to get like an X-ray or something, like for a dentist or something like that, they always look at me and go, "What the hell is that? That there's something, there's something implanted into your, into your uh, cheekbone, and there looks like there's wires running through your head." I'm like, "Yeah, it is." <laughs> mm. Usually, I don't say anything. I just say, "Yeah, there it is," and, and just they just like look at me. But I can't get an MRI. Oh yeah, that would hurt. That would really, really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> get a freaking was bad. Wait till they rip it out with a magnet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would suck. <sighs> yeah, because I was having some type of uh, issues a few years back that turned out to be a vagal nerve thing that was causing me to like randomly pass out. Damn. Uh, but that was because uh, my body does not process sodium. Does so, not process sodium. Yeah, so I I have to have a constant intake of salt. Interesting. I take salt pills. Yeah, you know, that makes sense. Yeah, I take uh, <laughs> like 50,000 times the dose of a normal person or 5,000 times the dose of a normal person a day. Well, you know, if it ever gets to the point that you can't be, uh, you know, taking pills or anything like that, I, I got a, I got a couple of deer salt licks in the garage that uh, I can, I, you can just keep it on your nightstand, wake up, get a couple licks off it. The deer love it. I'm sure you'll love it. Yeah. All right. So we've been on for an hour. Um, I got some big stories that's going to break tonight. Uh, be sure to catch Jordan Fenro. I'll give you the final word in a second. Be sure to catch Jordan Fenro of JSD Supply. Uh, you've got Crumpy for a discount uh, today on Lifestyles of Locked and Loaded, hosted by Hank Strange. The Who've Moved My Freedom podcast. 
Also, I have a Patreon. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash John Crump. Go to crumpy.com. Follow me. Everything else. Black Swan Tactical is where I sell my stuff. Black Swan Tactical. Use code crumpy for 10% off. Remember to always join the conversation at youtube.com slash John Crump. I have a join button. Go ahead and hit that join button. I want to give a big thanks out there to the people over at uh, heavenlyc60.com. Use code crumpy for 20% off. And with that, leaves me down to Tusk. Tusk is the universal settlement coin. Uh, Tusk.network. Three seconds to get through. And uh, yeah. So a three second transaction, a low transaction fees. Um, I've bought body armor with it. You can buy all sorts of stuff with it. It's really cool. They're, they're bringing up more sites. They're actually making a processing unit and there's some big stuff going on for Tusk in, in the upcoming year. So jump on it now because it's going to explode. All right, with all my plugs out of the way, I am going to turn it over to Mike with no name. He's like Madonna, but Mike. Yeah, yeah, just Mike. Uh, again, thanks for having me on tonight, man. I, I always have a good time chatting with you. I always like, uh, you know, you uh, sort of offering me your platform a little bit to get the word about what's uh, word out about what is going on here in Maryland. The right here podcast too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm Mike. I'm with the Free State Podcast. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Free State Podcast. I'm on Facebook, Free State Podcast. Uh, I'm on Spotify, just about anywhere you get your uh, podcasts from. Now, haven't been super active on them lately. I was pushing through the end of school. Now that that's done and we have the 2021 Maryland General Assembly session getting kicked off seven days from today, I'm going to be putting out uh, hopefully weekly content for you all that uh, care to learn a little bit about what is going on in Maryland. Uh, some of it's a little tedious. I get down into the nitty gritty, but it's the stuff that you need to know to make a difference. Uh, so again, thanks so much, John. I'm going to hand it back to you now. All right. And with that, uh, stay ever vigilant, stay ever free, and I am out.